Small businesses are the backbone of America, and they help keep the spirit of Texas alive. But did you know as many as 50% will close their doors forever after just five years? Well, we're here to change that. This is The Beef. We know how tough it is to be an entrepreneur today. We're giving small business owners a platform to share their story. You'll hear it all. The highs and the lows. The good and the bad. But most importantly, you'll learn. Welcome to The Beef. The Beef. Oh man, every single time I hear that intro gets me pumped up for another episode of the Beef Podcast. Thank you for joining me on another Thursday or whatever day you're listening, but every single Thursday you join us for another episode of the Beef and I can't thank you as an audience any more than I already have on every other episode for tuning in and supporting small businesses that we feature here on the Beef every single Thursday for a new episode anywhere that you get your podcast. I'm your host John Kelly, aka John the Marketer on Instagram. I know I've said this before, but please make sure you're following Beefy Marketing and following me. I got a brand new toy that I was just playing with out here in the studio making some videos today. And then my podcast guest walked in and was like, hey, did you forget about me? And I was like, no, no, I didn't. Come sit down. Let's do a podcast. So joining me on this episode, I've got Misty with Her Mindset Matters, REI. Misty, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to finally be here, right? We've so, rescheduled a few times. Some life events happened, you know, a baby right. and whatnot. But. Yeah, this was, this is, uh, <laughs> I would say probably two other episodes I had that were like the episode that should never happen. <laughs> and it was because we had some scheduling issues, but your takes the cake. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I literally think this is fourth or fifth time that we've had you on the schedule trying to get your episode recorded. Yeah, y'all had a baby. Congratulations. Yes, yes, yeah. And then I just had stuff pop up on my end. I don't know if y'all had something else pop up on your end or not, but it was it's been hectic. Life happens. But know? we're in the studio. <laughs> we are and here. We are, we're doing this thing. Doing it, it is it's getting done right now. <laughs> this is it. So welcome to the show. But Thank as you. always, like I told you, we start with an icebreaker question. Cool. So today's question is, where is your favorite place that you've traveled to? Ooh, great question. So my husband and I absolutely love to travel everywhere. Actually, before we moved to Texas, we took about five months to travel because we knew when we moved to Texas, we were starting a business and we were never going to go anywhere, right? <laughs> For a while anyways. And we spent about a month and a half in New Zealand. And that wow. is by far my favorite place. We were supposed to do two weeks in New Zealand and two weeks in Australia, and we never made it to Australia. And we almost oh, okay. never left New Zealand. And we were trying to figure out how to actually stay there and start a business there <laughs> because we just fell in love with the people, the scenery. It just, I mean, it's the, one of the most beautiful places with some of the most friendliest people and the culture. If you have one place to go, New Zealand is definitely a place that you need to check out for sure. I want to check it out. I used to work with a guy, Paul Anderson, at another fire department, and he's from New Zealand. So mm. we always say, why do you sound so Jeez. Australian? Because, you know, we like you to know, mess with You know, it's so funny. Once you've been there, you can tell the difference between the two. Oh, I bet. And I, we recently watched a Netflix movie where an Australian actor was trying to play a New Zealand, a Kiwi. 
and it drove us both crazy the whole time because he wasn't even trying. He just had an Australian accent. I'm like, that is not what they sound like. Right. But until you go there, you really don't know the difference. Oh, between yeah, the two. absolutely. But there are so many differences between the two and they make that known. too. <laughs> but no, it was just an amazing. We actually like literally lived with dairy farmers for a week nice. that we just randomly met in Auckland because they loved my husband's long ginger hair and huge beard. Okay. And they were like, you got to come talk to us. And they literally invited us to come stay with them. And I'm like, this is our first or second day in New Zealand. I was like, are we going to get murdered by like dairy farmers? <laughs> no, this is what they do. Yeah. They literally invite people into their homes and they want to show you their culture. They want to show you how they live. And we literally went out on the farm with them. We still talk to them. And this is now six, seven years ago. Right. We still talk to them. Their kids still send us videos. We send them videos. It was one of the most amazing experiences, traveling experiences See, I've ever that's, had. See, we talked about this. I had John and Tamara Hamilton with Just Love Coffee mm-hmm. right outside yeah. of Tomball here. And we had them on the show. And, and the icebreaker question was, are you someone who has to plan meticulously for something? Mm. Or do you fly by the seat of your pants when it comes to traveling? And I think that those spontaneous meetings make for some of the best stories Absolutely. after vacation. Because you can plan Absolutely. things and have a great time. But when you find yourself on a random dairy farm in the middle of New Zealand and yeah. you meet new friends and yep. like that's such a cool story. Oh, it was. It we, was it was awesome. We haven't had the opportunity to travel like, you know, anywhere across the pond, I'll say. Like it's always been kind of right here, North South America type thing. We absolutely love cruising. So cruising was kind of, you know, I'm just a poor old marketing boy and firefighter. So uh, cruising is an affordable way for us to kind of get out and go do what we want to do and see a lot of places. But we also like to fly to Cancun. Cancun has been a favorite for me. Uh, I went when I was 18 years old. So probably not even smart to do that. Uh, Right out of high school, it was our senior trip. And we just, I mean, all we did was party all week. And it was fun. So then we went back as adults and we've been twice now. And it's just... There's just always something to do, whether you want to party, whether you want to go out and see the cenotes, whether you like whatever you want to do, you can do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and it's a so lot close. of rich history. It's so nice. It's right there, too. It's which easy. Is great. Yeah. yeah. But I absolutely want to go to Europe. I want to go to, I mean, like UK, Italy, you France, go all like of them. all of those are on yep. my bucket list. Oh, yeah. So. Europe's amazing. We've been twice. We spent about two and a half months in Southeast Asia after New Zealand. Scotland is at the top of the list. That was my favorite place till I went to New Zealand. Oh, They're nice. very close. They're neck and neck. Yeah. Same thing. The people are incredible. And it's one of the most beautiful places as well. So any chance you get to travel and experience other culture, take it. I studied abroad in London and that's where I fell in love oh, with awesome. traveling. So yeah, yeah, that is probably if I had to say like the next trip that I would like to take that's going to be somewhere not in the Americas then I would say the UK is definitely it's on my bucket It's so list. easy to get around too. Yeah. It's just so the Eurorail or what, oh my gosh, it's, it is amazing. It's such a, and so many cool, every country is different. Every, it's just very diverse. It's, it's amazing. So I'm so excited for you. <laughs> this is kind of like a tangent, but so when you were growing up, were you a big part of like Yahoo Messenger, AIM, no. all that generation? No. Okay. So you had a little bit, how old are you? I am. I'm I know a, I'm not supposed to ask you that. No, but. no I'm totally <laughs> fine with it. I'm actually turning 39 next month. Okay. So October. All right. So you just weren't interested in that kind of thing then. 
Because yeah. you're, not, you're not much older than me. I'm 34. Yeah. I didn't really get into that until I would say maybe college. Gotcha. You know, had to do more of that kind of stuff or whatever. But yeah, no, I wasn't really into I that. was all like, that's all I did was just spend so many hours on AIM, Yahoo Messenger. Before we had social media, yeah. really. You know, yeah. it was just chatting back and forth with people. And then when MySpace entered the picture, it was like, all right, we add all your friends on MySpace. And then that's all we would do is hop in group chats and just chat all the time. And when I was growing up, one of the big things we used to do was chat in chat rooms. So I actually met someone in London, Oh, became friends with her, and we just chatted. Like, it wasn't anything weird. We were yeah. just two kids, you know, just <laughs> met each other right. online, and we hit it off, so we stayed in touch. And to this day, I'm still friends with her. That I've never awesome. met her in real life. Oh, that's And I have so known cool. her longer than I've known my wife. Wow. Yeah. So you and need to go there and meet her. So that's the thing. Sure. Like, I have to go to London because that's it's so like cool. both of us have a spouse. Both of us have kids. Like we've created this whole life. And it's like we knew each other when we were just like 12, 13 year you old little were like kids. like pen pals, but through exactly. Messenger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except the tech rooms. generation, yeah. you know, millennials. Yeah. And uh, so London is on my bucket list for many, many reasons why I want to go there. But Definitely. It's, it's like, I've never city. even met this woman. And yeah. we started off as kids together. So, so cool. I just thought about that. I was like, yeah. you know, since you mentioned London, what an interesting. I love stories like that. That's yeah. so awesome. And then our copywriter, Rosie, actually just moved back to Manchester. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. She was here doing a bunch of student visa stuff and then had to move back. So now she's working remote. Oh, nice. There, yeah. there you go. So we're open 24 hours, really, because she's working on your stuff even while we're sleeping. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> That's always good to have team members like that. <laughs> but anyway, I know we got off on a long tangent. But I, could, I could talk about traveling I like know, all day. <laughs> I know. But let's talk about you, where sure, you came from, yeah. and, and kind of how you got into Her Mindset Matters, and then the stuff that your husband's doing as well. Absolutely. So again, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. I love, obviously, I am a small business. We have small businesses. So the fact you guys support small businesses just and Tomball, I've never lived in a city that supported so much small business. It is amazing. So I'm just so pumped to be here. And this is my first time in an actual podcast studio. So I'm so excited. <laughs> um, but no, so so basically, my husband and I, we've been together almost 19 years now, we'll celebrate 19 years together in November. We just had a beautiful baby girl. She came five weeks early, so that's why we had to reschedule our podcast. She was a surprise. So she is a little over four months old now and just amazing, amazing experience becoming a mother. But before that, obviously, we became entrepreneurs. We met when we were really young. We both worked for a general contractor named Kiwit, which actually that company is founded where we are both from in Nebraska. But we met, he was still in Nebraska, my husband, Jason. I was actually living in California. I left Nebraska a month after I graduated high school, said, I'm done with this small town. I'm going to the big city. I didn't want to be an actress or anything, but I just wanted to live in California my whole life. So I just did it with a couple other girls that I knew they were sisters. One of them did want to be an actress. So anyways, we met. He moved to California. I started working for the same company that he did because I went to school to do PR. And I wanted to do PR for nonprofits. And I graduated at the end of 08. And we all know what happened in 08, 09, you know, especially in nonprofit, there was no jobs anywhere. And an executive assistant job popped up with the company he was working for. And so I started working for them as well. So we do have a background in construction. His dad has a concrete construction company. He actually just shut down. He's going into retirement. So we have a background in, I guess, you know, development and construction, real estate, whatever you want to call that. And that was always my husband's dream was to have his own business. 
in construction, development, real estate. Never mind. Ever, never, ever, ever mind. So I kind of climbed the corporate ladder. I created a position for myself at the company we were working for in HR. And I fell in love with helping people. It's always all I ever wanted to do, if you ask my mom from when I was little, was I just want to help people, right? That's all I want to do. And so in HR, I really loved what I did. And then unfortunately, my role in HR started changing more into business, which is funny because now I'm a business owner. <laughs> and I didn't like it, right? And yeah. I was like, no, I'm not business and da, da, da. So I left that company. My husband left that company. We traveled for about five months, moved to Texas, started in Austin. And we were both interviewing for the same jobs that we had just quit. And we were going to build this real estate investing business on the side. And we're like, what are we doing? Why are we going back to jobs we literally just quit? Why don't we just jump all in here into this business? If we have to go back, we can, right? And fortunately, now it's been, gosh, almost exactly six years. And we're coming right up on it. And we've not had to go back to work for anybody ever again. So we got sick of working for other people, you know, climbing the corporate ladder, working a bazillion hours. We still work a bazillion hours, but it's so <laughs> different when it's for yourself. It is. It, it's so crazy, but yeah. it's such a difference. So we started in Austin and the goal was we really wanted to build. My husband loves to build things and it's difficult to build in Austin. The zoning, the permitting, all of that. So after Harvey hit Houston, we had some investor friends of ours that said, hey, would you consider moving to Houston? And we want to flip flooded houses. And we're like, well, things aren't going as planned here in Austin. We didn't love it in Austin. And we moved to Houston and absolutely just fell in love with being here. And we recently moved out to Tomball a little over a year ago. So we started to get into that. And I basically was a huge part of building the business. We've done some flipping of houses, rentals, you know, new construction. And we've built a lot of townhomes. And now we're getting into building subdivisions. Oh, wow. So we're getting into more of the development side of things, which is really where my husband is like, it's like a kid in a candy store. He's just so excited or a kid on Christmas morning, whatever you want to call it. And as this was evolving, I love real estate, but I was missing this like wanting to help people. I was helping people. I was helping them stop their foreclosures and start fresh, which was really wonderful. And I loved that. But I had so many women coming to me asking me how I was building this business, right? And I was kind of coaching, but, you know, didn't have a coaching program, didn't have any of that. And I loved it. I loved helping these women and because it's a, a man's industry mostly, sure. right? Yeah. And there was a lot of struggles. I started with the help of two other female investors. We started a, it's called a Women's RIA, Women's Real Estate Investor Alliance, where we were hosting networking events that were completely free. And it was for women only because we wanted to create almost just like an environment where women can come and talk about kind of some of their struggles of getting into the industry, being a mom and juggling everything, being a wife, whatever it was. And we would have between 40 and 60 women attend these events. Wow. And there were so many women that needed so much guidance and support. And then I didn't really understand the business of coaching and all of that. I had joined a coaching program, a real estate investing program to learn myself. And I always thought, oh, that'd be cool to do that someday. And I hired a life and business coach myself. And she helped me realize that that was really, truly where my passion was. I love real estate, but I love helping people build businesses. It all comes back to what you told me. Yeah. Them yeah. Yes. And so I started Her Mindset Matters REI with that life and business coach. Her name's Deidre Kiesling. She is no longer part of Her Mindset Matters. She actually is going in a different direction with her coaching, but she was an incredible 
resource to myself as my life and business coach into the program. We started it in July 2020. And now we've coached or combined and separately. Um, she left, I think it was the end of 20, 20 or 21. I can't remember. But anyways, now we have well over 100 women that have gone through the program. We call ourselves a tribe. And it's just been an amazing journey. So I coach through small group coaching, which is through the Her Mindset Matters REI. And then I also do some one-on-one coaching with clients as well. And it has just been so amazing to be able to really be involved with these women on such a deep level. It's called Her Mindset Matters for a reason, because a lot of these women, what they're struggling with is the mindset portion, the confidence, the, you know, imposter syndrome, the perfectionism. And women, we get in our head a lot. So we focus a lot on that because that you have to tackle those things before you can really effectively launch a business, run a business. You know, we have to create what I call a CEO mindset. And so that's a big focus of the program, obviously, is learning about real estate and business and doing that. But you're creating the right mindset to then, you know, make that business a success, you know, to really take massive action and make things happen. So it's been an amazing ride and I just, I love what I do every single day. Uh, I mean, it sounds fun. I always tell people like I was just kind of, I guess, born into the entrepreneurship mindset because, and I say born into it. It's, I mean, my dad was always an entrepreneur. So that was my example. That's what I saw. He did the same thing, just like I'm doing now. Work for somebody, work for yourself. Eventually you'll be 100% self-reliant. So I just saw that work ethic from him and he drove it into me too, teaching me lessons along the way of like, let's get the work done now and then we'll play later so that we don't have to worry about cutting playtime off. Because, you know, I'm a kid waking up at four o'clock in the morning, riding with my dad to job sites to go supervise all these flooring jobs that are happening. And all I want to do is go to McDonald's. You sound like my husband. Right? (laughs) So I'm like, I just want to go to McDonald's and play on the play place. Or I just want to go to, um, you know, we're on the south side of Houston today. I just want to go to NASA and play around. And he's like, we can go take a two hour lunch break and we yeah. can do that or we can get all of our work done and then go do that for the rest of the evening. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so the entrepreneurship mindset was just kind of pushed on me from the beginning. So it's hard for me to understand until recently because I've kind of shifted more into valuing a business coach or just a, a lifestyle coach more now because I see that, that it's like my lifestyle coach was my dad, but not everybody has that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I have friends that are entrepreneurs and friends that are in similar situations to me, but not everyone has that. Right. And, you know, we can take all of those things and say that we can rely on our parents. We can rely on our friends. We can rely on these people. But sometimes you don't have that. Right. Not everybody is the same. And so to have someone who has already been through that to come back and say, hey, I'm now coaching you on how to do this. And I mean, honestly, they do become your friend. Oh, yeah. And sometimes your business partner. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. And I would say when people ask me what's like the number one thing or the biggest struggle that you faced or that you see your clients face, it's always the transition from working for somebody to working for yourself. You think, oh, I climbed the corporate ladder. I did so well. You know, I'm going to apply what I learned in my career to my business. And yes, 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 right? Right. But it's so different. 100%. It's so different in how you show up and you have to create a schedule. It's crazy that we'll do all these things for our employer. But when it comes to doing it for ourselves, we struggle, right? And that's where you have to create that CEO mindset. And just like you said, if you didn't grow up in that, it's very foreign to you, especially when we're, I will say it, brainwashed to believe it's like, 
you know, go to college, get a job, climb the corporate ladder, whatever, build a career, you know what I mean? It's, I hope, and I, I do see more now people, you know, pushing kids that are, you know, not necessarily going down the college route. Maybe they go, you know, even if it's trade schools and things like that, like, you don't have to go that route. And when you hire somebody, I was actually literally just listening to a podcast about this while I was getting ready to come here. Take the money that, you know, and I'm not saying college is bad. I went to college. Sure. I, you know, I'm in college. Yeah. Right. It's like, I'm not saying that at all, but depending on what you're studying and what you're doing, or, you know, just you could take some of that money that you're spending on college and hire a business coach. If entrepreneurship is something, you know, that just that you're interested in learning more about and why not learn it from somebody who's already done it? Why not cut your learning curve? And, you know, you can be handed all of the resources to do, but if you don't have the proper mindset and understand how to create the proper habits, yep. you won't be successful. I'm sorry, but the, the, the yeah. truth is harsh sometimes. And my clients, I ask them really hard questions and we dig into tough stuff. And that's why they love me because right. nobody else is asking them those questions. Nobody else is forcing them to go there, you know, because you have to work through some stuff in order to really, truly succeed and build the business and the life that you want to build. And I had to do that with, with multiple coaches. I've had multiple coaches and I will always have a coach. Always, you know, so it's really been a game changer for me and my life and business. And now I get the honor to do that for others. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. It really doesn't. <laughs> the CEO mindset is definitely something that has to be taught and understood because we kind of alluded to this at the beginning of the episode, but like, what time do you clock in in the morning? Oh, gosh. I mean, sometimes it's, you know, sometimes I'm right out of bed. I'm on my phone. And right. sometimes I take the morning with my daughter now, sure. you know, and that's where I do. I have now the luxury, I will say, to create a schedule, which is really important to me now that I'm a new mom. I've built a business where now I can create a schedule that is great for me and my daughter. Right. Absolutely. When we first got started, I mean, it's like you're working around the clock, but also you could sleep in till 10 o'clock if you wanted to. Exactly. And it's very tempting to do that. Oh, and yeah. I will say All absolutely <laughs> that happened, you know? Yeah. So it's like you really have to have so much discipline and everybody thinks, oh, you're an entrepreneur. You get to do whatever you want whenever you want. Well, people don't have successful businesses by doing whatever they want whenever they want. Do they get to that point? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. But even then, so you're still working like around the clock. Like I'm answering clients at 10 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? But it doesn't bother me because I love what I do. And right? that's like, I, I want to ask you, like, who's hosting the show? Because that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> you're 100% right. Taking like, over. No, no you said kidding. it better than I yeah. could have. Like, mm -hmm. that's, that's my whole point right there is what time do you clock in in the morning? Really and truly, there is no time. Right. What time do you clock out? There is no time. Yeah. You know, at 10 o'clock at night, I can be answering client emails. I've been on the phone with clients when they're like emailing me like, hey, in the morning, can we talk? And I'm like, it's 11 o'clock, but I have time. Like, I'm not doing anything. Kids are asleep. Right. We can talk. It's no big deal. And then you're right. On the other side to that, it is nice as an entrepreneur sometimes to be able to say, you know what? I'm not doing anything this morning. My daughter has something at school or I'm shutting the phone off at 5 p.m. And I'm spending the rest of the night with my wife and we're just going to spend time together. And I'm not answering any emails. They can wait until tomorrow. But Generally speaking, you're right, especially when you're building a business. You work Sunday to Sunday and you work from sunup to sundown and sometimes after. And 
I don't think that that's a mindset that everyone has today. No. And people don't understand that. I will say I'm absolutely guilty of this too. When growing up, my friends that had, my parents both worked in factories, right? Mm -hmm. So any of my friends that had parents that were business owners, I always thought they were rich, one, you know, and they could do whatever they, oh, no wonder if they can go on these trips and take, you know, their parents have their own business. They, right. they can do whatever they want. They have a flexible schedule. My parents don't have that, right? So I was totally guilty of that as well. And then even being with Jason and his parents building a business, I kind of thought that about them till I started to get to know their business and understand, but it didn't really hit me until we started our business. And I was like, whoa, this is like the real deal here. Like this is not easy at all. And it was a struggle and really giving yourself grace to understand the difference between working for somebody and being an entrepreneur and then also creating the discipline that's needed to show up in the way that you need to to build a successful business. I mean, it was a roller coaster. <laughs> but now I'm like, I went through all of that so I can help others avoid some of that, right? That's you know, what's cut nice the about learning a coach. Curve. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mm -hmm. just talked to Travis Rosbach who founded Hydroflask. Okay. And that's what he's doing now is if you invent a product and you want to learn how to create that product, bring it to market and successfully do those things, do you want to just go out there by yourself, fly to China, find a manufacturer, you know, get all of these molds made, figure out how to make it work, design it, engineer it, all these things behind the scenes. Or do you want to take it to somebody and say, hey, this is what I got. Let me pay you to show me how to do it. Right. And it's better than an investor. You'll because end up now saving you don't have to give away when anything. you yeah. like hire coaches. It's crazy because people day. are so nervous about spending the money, but then they make massive mistakes. And if you make a big mistake in real estate investing, I mean, that can cost, I mean, really in any business, but it can, it can definitely cost you a lot or yeah. the time years will go by where you, this is your dream to have this business, but yet you're not doing what you need to be doing. And you're just frustrated because now a year, five years, 10 years. I mean, I'm talking to women that for 15 plus years, They've wanted to start this business. They've wanted to create more independence, more financial freedom. Well, why aren't you doing it? Because I'm freaking terrified. Sure. I am so scared. Well, we talk Where about- Where do I start? What do I do? You know, so- We talk about the brainwashing. And I mean, mm -hmm. we can call it however you want, but absolutely, we're still young as Americans. We're still young in women truly leaving to go to the workplace. Like it's not- there's still a lot of people. I have people in my family and my friend circle that still believe in that. They're like, no, he goes to work. <laughs> he makes the money. I take care of the home and there's nothing wrong with that. No, no. Yeah. I think it's a beautiful thing. There's something for everyone mm -hmm. here. Whether you want to be a CEO, whether you want to clock in, own your own company, or you want to just, you know, some people just want to work at the front desk yeah. and that's all they sure, want to do for sure. the rest of their lives. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever you want to do is fine, but we're so young in that, that it's, it's still in a lot of women's minds. And I know that they still struggle with how do I make myself worthy enough, good enough. And it's a struggle that men can't understand. So yeah, it's not like I could true. go out and open up a coaching business to teach women to have a good mindset. You know, I can teach a class to anyone about how to do good marketing, but obviously you have that connection with them that other people don't. And like you said, going through those struggles yourself and trying to figure it out. And then now after having a business, trying to figure out how to be a CEO, how to be an entrepreneur, how to be a mom, mm -hmm. how to be a housewife, mm -hmm. how your husband has to fit into that picture as all of those things, a father, a CEO, an entrepreneur, and a husband. You know, it's like, what do we do? Right, you know? right. And now you can just kind of cut all that red tape out 
right. and just say, hey, well, this is how you set it up. It's interesting that you say that because I have you know friends as well that are stay-at-home moms. And we obviously started our family much later in life than most of our friends. And those moms are now at a point where all their kids are going – they're in school. And they're right. going – what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> what do I do? What, what's my purpose? Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so now I'm talking to them and you know, they have goals and dreams and things and they were kind of put on hold for kids and, the, and they're, they loved that. Right. But now they're like, Oh my gosh, I want something, you know, and I want to build something. And that's with creating whatever business you want, you know, obviously depending on how you go about it, you know, you can have that flexibility. Right. And so that's always a good avenue to go for women like that. And then for me becoming a new mom, it shook me a little. It was like, this is a whole new thing in my life. I was so dedicated to my business and my coaching clients. And now I'm having to juggle this tiny little human that I have to keep alive. And it was a little bit of a struggle at first. And I kept going back to what was it like becoming an entrepreneur and reminding myself that like, I'm in charge here. I'm in control. Tap into the CEO mindset, you know, and use that to become a new mom. What is it that you want to create here? You know, what kind of schedule? What kind of this and that? And that really helped me, you know, realize what I do want to create as a mom and still be a business owner, still be an entrepreneur, still be a coach, still be a wife, still all of these things. Right. And I feel so confident and great about the life that I'm creating. And I want to bring some of that, you know, coaching into now that I've experienced it myself, right? bring that coaching into with my clients and everything because juggling it all is very difficult and it is different. And thank you for saying that. It is different. Yeah. Me, you know, men and women I mean, are different. Okay. They are different. Okay? There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> but like, yeah, yes. It's a yes, beautiful thing, yes, honestly. It's, because it's what makes us go well together, right? That's, yeah. I say yeah. that all the time because my wife is an entirely different human being than I am. And we're very similar in what we do because we both have to cook. We both have to clean. We both have to take care of our three kids. Mm-hmm. We both have a house to take care of, but we still have some of the traditional roles. Like, you know, she's not a fan of taking out the trash. That's mine and my son's job. Mm-hmm. She's not a fan of mowing the grass. So that's mine and my son's job. And we kind of separate those things out, but we're both in that same struggle together yeah. of how do we be parents? How do we take care of our household? How do we go to work every single day? On top of that, I'm also an entrepreneur You know, so I have multiple things going on. So two days out of the week, she's a single mom in essence, because she's at home alone for two nights out of the week with the kids. And then when I do get home, I'm coming to an office Monday through Friday, eight to five. I'm answering phone calls and emails in the middle of the night for my event company. I'm working weekends sometimes, even though I'm supposed to be off because we have events going on. It's a mess. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely a struggle. And I mean, let's not ignore the fact too, that Coaching may be good for you just because of all the crap we've gone through with COVID. All the crap we've gone through as business owners. I started my coaching business during COVID. July 2020, started another business. Yeah. You need somebody to kind of help Mm -hmm. just guide you through that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. What services do you exactly offer as far as like how – not me because, you know, yeah, I you're mean, not a, you're not a woman. I don't identify <laughs> I like, as a female. We'll say that. What is a so, woman? What is uh, a woman? No, right? I'm just kidding. Um, we don't want to go down that road. At no. all. So, uh, <laughs> so it's like how how does someone in our sure, audience that sure, wants yes, to participate uh, in your um, your coaching, how do they get in touch with sure, you and yeah. what do you offer? So basically, I help women create their business from the ground up, create launch. I mean, we go through an eight-week program. It's a very small, intimate group coaching program. I keep it small and intimate for a reason. I joined a big real estate investing program that had, you know, hundreds of people. It was a great experience. It helped us get started, but I really was like craving more one-on-one attention. So that's what I wanted to create. 
And a lot of women are coming to me for that reason. So I keep it small and intimate. We never have more than 20 women in a group at a time. And we have eight weeks together. You join an incredible tribe and community of women that have already gone through the program that are active in real estate investing. So you're connected with them, but they're not jumping on our coaching sessions, right? They've already gone through the program. They're out doing their thing, running their businesses and whatnot, but you still get exposure to them, which is great. And you get to team up with them and whatever else and myself included. So we go through an eight-week program where we we literally determine what type of investor you want to be. You know, we build a business plan. We launch marketing campaigns. We talk to sellers. We're going through deal analysis. How do you run the numbers on a deal to see if it even makes sense? You know, how do you estimate a rehab? How do you talk to money lenders? How do you negotiate that? How do you joint venture with other investors? How do you handle contractors? We go through everything. And the whole point in the eight weeks is I don't want you just educating yourself because that's probably what you've done for years and years, right? If you are interested in, in learning about something or doing something, we typically educate ourselves for years before we take action. I want you taking action. So that when you're on the phone with a seller and you're going, oh, crap, I have no idea how to answer this question, you have a coach to reach out to. You have somebody to call and say, Misty, how do I answer this question? How do I help this family? What do I do here? Right? And I walk them through how to do it all. And so I really am pushing them to take massive action, holding them very accountable. There's accountability buddies and all of that. And in all of that, we are also every week working on the mindset. So this week, We worked on building self-confidence in negotiations so that when you're talking with sellers, you know how to negotiate those deals with confidence. And we also talked about sales psychology, how to interact with people and our money mindset. This is something that nobody talks about and it drives me crazy because we, most people have a terrible relationship with money. They do not have a healthy money mindset. And it stems from our childhood. Again, kind of being brainwashed a little bit and told certain things. And for example, I had a really unhealthy money mindset. I thought being rich was a greedy thing. It was a selfish thing. It was So think about trying to be a business owner and build a business, mm-hmm. but you're thinking negatively about being rich and building wealth? Right. That doesn't really make sense. So I had to do a lot of work on my own money mindset with a coach. And now I bring that into my program. And we had a lot of like aha moments this week of women going, oh my gosh, that's me. I feel that way. Holy, you know, now I understand what's holding me back. So now they have the tools to work through that and create a healthier relationship and money mindset. Because everything up here is what's holding you back. Again, you could be doing things. They could be picking up the phone and making the cold calls to potential sellers. But in if they're going, please don't answer, please don't answer, please don't answer. <laughs> what kind of mindset are you putting yourself in that when right. somebody answers, you're kind of like, uh, 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 you know? It's all the things that we could be doing all the things, but if we're not healthy up here and really tackling this like a business owner, like a CEO, you know, less emotional, more logic, like it's not going to work. And so we dive into so many different aspects of your mindset, especially because women are, we're emotional creatures. We get in our head a lot. Not saying men aren't, you know, and don't too, but women are just a little more prone to it. So we dive into all of that over the eight weeks as well. So we talk real estate every week. There's training modules, there's scripts, there's all kinds of resources. And then we come on a live group coaching session where they can ask me all the questions that they want to. We literally go through if they're talking to sellers and like go through the lead or go through the scenario. It's a wonderful learning experience, very hands-on. 
obviously the local ladies, you know, if they need me, I can go on an appointment with them, whatever else. And I recently joined forces with Camille Davis. She was a buyer of mine. I would actually go find real estate investing properties for her when I was what's called wholesaling. And we won't go into all that detail. But if you want to learn about wholesaling, let me know. I mean, um, I like it whenever I got approached after my house was on the market for 48 hours for a full cash offer. Oh, okay. And it yeah. was an investment See? company yes, that was absolutely. just... Yeah. Yes, yes, definitely. I liked it. Worked yeah. out for me. Yeah. So I've known Cammie for years now since we first moved to Houston. And now she's created a group called Women's Wealth Collective. And so it's more for local investors here, but we've teamed up forces. I'm the coaching arm of the group, and she is really partnering with these women and and bringing in everything. But the boots on the ground for the local women is really valuable. I do have coaching clients all over the country because, you know, we hop on Zoom and everything like that. So you have some different aspects here on what you're looking for. And then if you're like, hey, Misty, I've done the group stuff. I'm over it. I really need some one-on-one attention. That's where we can actually create a program specifically around you and what you want to build. So I don't have a website or an agenda for that. You are my agenda, right? The client is what we create the program around. And so um, a lot of my coaching clients will actually go through the eight-week program and then work one-on-one with me to take their business to the next level. So you have different options, which is great. You know, I have some experienced investors that come into the program. All they want to work on is mindset, you know, or all they want to work on is scaling. And then most of the women that I work with are brand spanking new. And they're like, I'm interested in this. I've always been interested, but I have no idea what I'm doing, where I'm getting started. You're perfect. This is where we're going to get you going and get you taking action. But Doing it the right way. You know what I mean? Not just all over the place, not being busy. Let's be productive. Let's build a business plan. Let's create a schedule. Let's let's create habits. And again, that CEO mindset. So I couldn't agree more that that definitely seems like a a really beneficial thing for somebody that wants to get into it because kind of what I was going with back when I talked about being born into it, we're not all born into it. Mm -hmm. And some of us just don't have it. We need to learn it. So it's as much education as it is coaching. Mm -hmm. So how do I get in touch with you specifically? Do you have a website, social media? Plug all of it. So I'm mostly on Facebook. I'm trying to get on the other social media platforms, but mostly on Facebook. You can find me, obviously, Misty Hassenstab, or we have a Her Mindset Matters REI page. We do have a website. That's hermindsetmattersrei.com. And that will tell you all about the program, all about myself. There's some testimonials, which I always encourage people to, you know, read those. But it goes through all the details. And I love and prefer to actually hop on phone calls with women because I'm not about just signing people up for my program. I want to make sure it's a good fit for you. I've said no to people. People have said no to me. That's okay, right? If you want to get into multifamily investing, I am not your girl, right? I am not doing that yet, hopefully someday, but I'm not going to sign somebody up if that's the avenue they want to go. So we need to make sure it's a good fit. And I will say any program, any coach, any mentor, do your due diligence. Really... Get them on the phone. And if they won't get on the phone with you, to me, that's a sign. That's a sign that they might <laughs> not be line. the right one for you. But get their vibe. Feel their energy. Really understand what it is they have to offer and the value that they have to provide. Because if you sign up with somebody that you're not really sure of or you're just like, whatever, I'm going to sign up, and you don't really connect with them, maybe you don't share the same morals and values. Maybe you don't like the way they're running their business or doing business. You're going to have a really hard time growing and learning from them. 
So I want to make sure it's a good fit both ways, right? Like I said, I've said no to people before that I'm like, anybody that's like, hey, Missy, I just want to get rich quick. We're not going to work well together, right? That's not how this works. You know, so it's really important. So if you're interested, reach out to me. You can email me at misty at guidewayinvestmentpartners.com or you can just go to the website and enter some info and it'll shoot me an email or find me on Facebook and send me a DM. Like that's how I find most of the women that I work with. They find me on Facebook. I find them. It's very casual. I am not a high pressure salesperson at all because I hate that. I feel you. It's like if it's right and you see the value and it's a good connection, cool. Let's talk about working together and what that looks like. Right. That's what it is. I think some people may benefit from being able to just buy a set of DVDs and pop them in. Sure. That may be too old for some people in the audience, (laughs) Um, you know, to buy that, to buy that product to stream and just be able to watch online and learn. And there's some great people out there that are teaching some excellent things like Dave Ramsey. You know, he's got all of the content that he releases, but you're not calling Dave Ramsey and having a one-on-one talk with him. Right, right. And for me personally, which I know not everybody's like this, but I really resonate with what you said of, I would need to have some one-on-one time. I would need to have some things in addition to, because I do well with online learning, but I also need that human touch. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's important that you do that. And we actually model ourselves here the same way that you model your coaching stuff as far as like, we're not always a good fit for everybody. Mm -hmm. Not everybody needs beefy marketing. Not everyone needs our services. And if they do need our services, they may not need what they think they need. So we want to have that deep dive conversation and say, hey, what are you interested in? What do you think is going to work? And then let us see what we think is going to work. Come up with that. And if we're not a good fit, we're not a good fit. But the big thing I like about what you said is anybody can build you a website, but to maintain that website with you and be a partner with you is a totally different story. And we model ourselves the same way you do. Yes, I can sell you my product. You can take my eight week course and then fly, baby, fly. You can leave the nest. But once you leave that nest, you still need that support sometimes. Yes, yes, absolutely. And that's the cool thing about going through the program and joining the tribe is even after that eight weeks, you remain part of it. And we can talk about one-on-one coaching if that's something that you need or want, right? So you're never feeling like you're alone, you know? And that's a big thing for me, sense of community. And I'm the same way. I can learn online, but I want that interaction, that human touch. Like, that's just how I learn better. It sounds like you're exactly the same. So, you know, there's, especially with real estate, there's, I mean, (laughs) there's so many different programs and everything out there. So do your due diligence and just see which one works for you. You know, don't just go sign up, you know, or feel pressured into signing up for whatever, whenever, like, This is a commitment. This is like you're building a business here. This, you know, so take it seriously. Think about the due diligence that we do if we're looking at a property that we want to buy and flip, right? We do a lot of due diligence. Why would you not do the same thing in regards to the person that's going to help you or program that's going to help you build your business? So see what's right for you. And that's why I love hopping on those calls and really getting to know those women as well you know, connecting with them on a deeper level. That's one of my favorite parts about, we call it kind of enrollment calls or whatever, to see if it's a good fit. And, you know, then they join. And like you said, they become like family. They become, we're a tribe for a reason. And it's just so much easier to tackle some of the tough stuff that you're going to encounter and experience, you know, when you have a coach, when you have a tribe. Because like we said, building a business isn't easy. It's not supposed to be easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it, right? And it can be overwhelming and it can just be 
a lot all the time. But if you have the proper mindset and the proper support, you can wake up every day and not feel that overwhelm and feel, I know exactly what I need to do today. I know exactly, you know, it's just having that plan, having that support can make all the difference in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we got a lot of information out there. (laughs) And uh, I hope that, you know, somebody in the audience is listening to this, resonating with this, will contact you and start learning how to build her own business yeah. and start learning how to get into real estate and the investment side. We'll have to have your husband on the show. Yeah, Because I sure. know that yes. y'all do two totally different things yes, that yeah. kind of work together, but they're still He's different. building a bunch of yeah. stuff. I so. told him the last <laughs> meeting we were at, I was like, hey, why don't you just come with her? And he was like, nah, I'll do my own show. Yeah, I'll do my it's own the show. two totally different, which is awesome because he gets to do what he's super passionate about and I right. get to do what I'm super passionate about. And we're, you know, still building, you know, multiple businesses and super happy and just it's just been such an incredible, incredible journey. And I will say too that if you want to kind of check us out in regards to Her Mindset Matters, REI or Women's Wealth Collective, we are hosting, we host free monthly networking events. And the next one is September 15th. And it's, I don't know exactly where the, it's at a hotel in the Humble area. But if you go onto Her Mindset Matters or find me on Facebook, I can send you info. So if there's any local ladies in the greater Houston area that are interested in just like coming, networking, learning a little bit more. Actually, I'm going to be speaking on the CEO mindset at this event, okay? which is one of my favorite topics, obviously. So if that's something, you know, again, like you said, do your due diligence, go to these events and check these people out and see if there's connection. And who knows, you may meet some amazing other investors too, if, or just learn a little something if that's all you take away from it. So this episode will launch on the 8th. Okay, so perfect. The likelihood that the person listening right now is listening on September 8th is pretty good. Awesome. So that gives them right at about a week or a little less than a week to become a part of this. Cool. So, I love it. Yeah. Great. So just find you on Facebook. Yes. Find that yes. event. Misty RSVP to it. H A S S E N S T A B. Common spelling. I know. Common it's a spelling. crazy last name. Uh, it costs, <laughs> Thank my husband. <laughs> it costs a whopping $0 to go to that event. Yeah, whopping so $0. There's food. There's up. fun. It's a great event. We had so much fun at the last one. I think we had probably close to 30 women. And it was a blast. And so it's just – and we talk – you know, it's not all real estate. So if you're just a female business owner too and you just want to come connect, that's why it's called Women's Wealth Collective. Yeah. So we just want to support women, you know. It's like just create – like you said, just this environment, it's different and just create this supportive environment to really lift women up and whatever their dreams are, whatever they want to do, what I, you know, just let's do it. And it's so much more fun to do it all together. Meanwhile, the men's group, we all get together and rag on each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, yep. Talk a bunch of mess. Exactly. And-, <laughs> and that works for you guys, right? And that's why we have to separate the two right. because it's totally different. But hey, that works for you guys. I love it. Absolutely. Well, thank you for being on the <laughs> yeah, show. And thank, thank you, you so for much. sharing all of that with us. Like I said, I really think that some awesome things came out there and what you're doing is amazing. We'll get the husband on the show, talk yeah. about the other side of y'all's business Perfect. and, you know, have another episode for that one. And love it. That's it. But listeners, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Beef Podcast. As always, we have a new episode for you every single Thursday. Today's guest, Misty with Her Mindset Matters, REI. Reach out to her, support her, show her some love, get on the social media, and just be a part of it. Even if you're not going to be a paying customer, show up to these events and just be a part of the tribe. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. We welcome everybody. All right, cool. That's another episode of the Beef. As always, stay beefy, my friends. You've been listening to The Beef. 
Thanks for listening. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information that you can use. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, follow us on social media. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Beefy Marketing. Would you like your business featured on the beef? Know a business that should be featured? Visit beefymarketing.com slash the beef. Remember, branding is about a connection with you and your people. Till next time, thanks for listening to The Beef.